Welcome to the Roadmap to One Million podcast. I'm your host, Stacey Zeal, and if you're looking for the high-level strategies and stories behind building a seven-figure product brand, then you're in the right place. On this show, we'll uncover the advanced strategies, stories, and secrets that you need to know in order to take your e-commerce brand to the next level. Are you ready to uncover your Roadmap to One Million? Let's dive in. Hello, hello. Welcome to Roadmap to One Million. I am your host, Stacey Zeal, and I am a fractional chief marketing officer and Facebook ads expert that's generated over $150 million leveraging paid social when when leading paid social efforts at Zappos for brands like Crocs, Uggs, Nike, Adidas, all these different brands. And so I really, really am an expert in helping six and seven figure online brands to get to that next level. And so on this show, I reveal the marketing secrets, the strategies, the stories you must know in order to take your business to the next level. And so if you have a big vision and you are ready, let's jump into into today's episode. So today, as you can see see from the title, we are going to be talking about six pieces of a 90-day revenue roadmap. And so we're going to talk about how to build a 90-day revenue roadmap today. And so this is part two of our marketing planning series. And so last week's episode was all about your annual marketing plan. And so if you haven't listened to last week's episode to where I talk about annual planning and how to create an annual marketing plan, definitely want to go and listen to that because this episode is going to build off of what we talked about then. And so Today, I'm going to be talking about why, what a 90-day roadmap really is, why it's important, how to create it in an hour or less, and so that you can ensure that your marketing is aligned and you can take your business to the next level. So let's jump in. All right. So what is a 90-day roadmap and why do you need it? And if you've already made your annual plan, why do you need a 90-day roadmap? So let's talk about it. So when you are creating an annual plan, Really, the way that I do my annual planning is that you're creating a high level guide to what you want to accomplish. And so it's great to be able to look at your annual plan and say like, okay, these are the two to four key initiatives that we want to accomplish this year. These are the big bets, the launches, the product releases, the, you know, the, the, the initiatives, all of these big things that we want to actually accomplish. That is what your annual plan is going to outline. But in order to bring that plan to life, You need to really break it down into an action plan that is broken out. I love to break it out in like 12 weeks, 90 days a quarter, something like that. And so that is really the difference. So why you need both. So you need both because one, you have that high level plan. It's going to actually give you the overarching, you know, goals and KPIs and key initiatives and marketing tactics, all the different things that you're actually going to use to bring those initiatives to life for the year is what you're going to see in your annual plan. Your 90-day revenue roadmap or your 90-day roadmap is really based on the annual plan you put together, but it goes back to, again, like breaking things down into actionable steps. It's more actionable than the actual annual plan. And you'll see that because I'm going to actually walk you through the six pieces of it, the the six essential components of it. And so if you want to have this template, so I created a, I took the template actually, not even created, I took the templates that I actually use for my clients when I'm doing their annual planning, when I'm creating their 90 day roadmaps and I put it into a free template for you. So 
head over to stacyzeal.co slash plan. That's S-T-A-C-Y-Z-E-A-L.co slash plan. It's also linked below in the show notes so that you can grab this free template so that you can follow along. Now what I'm going to do is walk you through each of the essential pieces. And this goes down directly from the template. So this is going to, so if you want to follow along, definitely make sure you grab that template. Um, and you can take some notes on it and all that kind of stuff. But it's really, really designed for you to be able to create your annual plan and create your 90 day plan so that you and your team know what to focus on. So first essential piece is your key initiatives for the quarter. And so on your annual plan, when we put together our annual plan, we put together, we talked about two to four key initiatives or big bets that we have for the year. And so now you need to really decide what you want to focus on when. And so, for example, let me let me give you an example. My key initiative, a couple of my key initiatives, one is Roadmap to One Million, the podcast, and a virtual summit is also on there. And I have a, uh, one other thing on there. So this virtual summit that I'm having in the fall, um, and, and I talked about, uh, you'll, you'll hear more about it when we get there. So make sure you're on my email list if you want to be the first to know about the summit. But taking this summit, for example, in Q1, we are focusing on the podcast, we're focusing on our fractional seat, you know, on, we're t- focused on growing the podcast and making a connection between the podcast and our fractional CMO offers to make sure that we are, you know, we are growing the podcast, we're reaching more people, but we're also, you know, creating, using it as a piece of our sales funnel to actually nurture our audience. And so in our, in our 90 day, you know, plan, we have the podcast and we have one other thing that's on there. But if I think about the summit isn't actually on this document, right? Because the summit is not going to happen in Q1 or there is nothing that we need to do for the for the summit in Q1. When we get to Q2, when we look back at our annual plan and say, okay, these are the things that we focused on for this first 90 days. We're looking back at our annual plans and we're saying like, okay, we do have another initiative that we need to start to think about. So maybe in Q1, we do nothing with our virtual summit. So it's not on this actual plan. But when we go to create our plan for Q2, maybe we want to actually, you know, pick our dates. We want to actually figure out what who our speakers are going to be. We want to start to think about the logistics and the overall kind of brainstorming of the event. So that way when we, you know, so that way we are on track. And so these, that's why I love a 90 day plan because really you can bring to life so many things in 90 days if you just focus. If you're like, hey, I'm going to focus on this one or two things for this quarter and I'm going to actually break it down into different steps and action items that we need to go through to actually bring this to life then really focusing for one quarter on one key initiative or two key initiatives, it's really, really going to set you up for a great profitable year. And so the second part, so that's the first part. The first part is listing out your initiatives that you're going to focus on for this year. Hey there, CEO. Do you secretly wish you could grow your revenue without having your hands in every piece of your marketing? Are you longing for the days where you aren't approving every post, every email, or even every sales page before it goes out? I so understand because when CEOs like you come to me, they have a big vision, they're doing a lot of marketing, but for some reason they are stuck. And it is my job to come in and uncover the big problems that we have and figure out how we can actually take you from being stuck at that revenue revenue milestone you're currently at and getting you onto that next level. So if you know that it is time for you to take your hands out of all of your marketing so that you can get to the next level, then definitely want to book a call with me so we can talk about how a fractional CMO can help you get your next revenue milestone without the side of CEO burnout. So head over to stacyzeal.co to book a call with me today. Don't wait. Your future millions are waiting for you. The second piece is your goals. And so this is when we're going to get super concrete with like how many, you know, what, what are our goals? What are, um, how many email subscribers do we want to have by the end of this quarter? 
How many podcast downloads do we want to have? How many sales do we need to have? How many, what is our customer acquisition cost? You know, what is the goal customer acquisition cost for this, for this quarter, right? So these are different kinds of things that you want to think about, like getting more specific with your goals so that way your team understands what they need to be focusing on. And these goals really come from that annual plan. So if you're saying like, you know, my annual plan, I want to make a million dollars this year. Okay. How many email subscribe? And, and let's say, you know, email marketing is your top channel for, for, for converting customers. How many, you know, email subscribers do you need to add to your list in order to get to your goal? And then when you break that down from annual, break that down quarterly, right? And break that down. You can even break it down monthly. You can break it down weekly, right? I like to look at it as in 90 days because instead of looking at things monthly, I think honestly, like sometimes when you're, when you set a goal for the month, sometimes it takes some time to actually get some momentum and actually get things set in place, especially when, when you think about, you know, the time of year that we're in January, a lot of times, especially like when I worked at Zappos, like there wasn't a whole lot of stuff going on in January other than planning, other than recapping last year, other than planning for this year. Because then like, you know, even if you have a monthly goal, even of course you're gonna have a monthly sales goal or whatever like that, a monthly email subscriber goal, maybe actually, you know, once you actually start get going and you start executing your marketing, you've aligned on your plan, you start executing on your marketing, you might start to see that, in January, you didn't hit your numbers, but in February, you doubled your numbers. And so now you're still on track or you can figure out what can we do in February to actually, you know, make up for what we didn't get in January because we spent so much time planning or we, you know, took took a couple of weeks to do the plan. And so looking at your goals by quarter, breaking them down by quarter, you know, is super definitely, definitely super important. And then the next piece is your KPIs. And so these are your key performance indicators. Really, what is your, te you're telling your team, what are we using to measure success? This is super important because you want to make sure that your team are all is all marching towards the same goals. They're all using the same things to measure success that you are. Because if you're someone on your team, let's say you're someone you have someone on your team, measure, you know, that's handling the Instagram page, right? Their goal, their job is to make sure the Instagram's engaging, make sure that you know we're we're you know growing our following, all that kind of stuff. They may be using follower count as their key performance indicator. They may be saying like, oh, as long as I if I get us from a thousand, you know, a thousand followers this month to 2000 next month, then I am actually doing my job very good, right? That's the, that's the key performance indicator that they are using to measure success. But if you as a CEO are saying, I really don't give a fuck about how many subscribers I got on Instagram. I just want to know, are we making sales on Instagram? I want to know how much business are we generating from sales from, from Instagram. I want to know how many email subscribers we are actually getting from Instagram, because that is something that we're using to measure success because we know that our email is where we convert people the best or where we can make the most sales. And so our job with our channels is not to say we have a certain number of followers, but it's to one, yes, we want to increase our reach. We want to increase our visibility because we do need to get in front of new people as brands, right? Within marketing, we have to always get in front of new people. But that's not the most important measure of success. The important measure of success is not whether they followed us, it's did we get them into our ecosystem? Did we get them on our email list? Did we get them to listen to our podcast? Did we, you know, what did we get them to even just go to our website and read a blog, right? Those are the key performance indicators that you want to, you know, so that's why it's important to have key performance indicators so that you and your team every piece of member on your marketing team understands what we are using to measure success. And so KPIs, some examples for you, cost per lead. So like say you're running ads, cost per lead, cost per acquisition. You can, might have a, a KPI for number of sales that you want to hit or number of customers that you want to acquire, number of new customers specifically that you may want to acquire, how many calls got booked, podcast downloads, email subscribers, even things like your conversion rate. Right. If you're saying like, you know, our conversion rate for our email is 20 percent currently at the end of this quarter, we want to get it to 30 percent. Right. And so that way your email, people who are handling your email, they know, OK, 
We know what our baseline is. We know what our goal is. Now we can pull the levers that we need to pull and figure out to create an actionable plan to get us from 20% to 30% instead of focusing on a metric that you may not care about, right? So as the CEO, you want to make sure your team is aligned on what KPIs you are using to measure success, not just what KPIs are available on the channel, right? Because you can, again, you can get a lot of different goals and a lot of different KPIs on these different channels, but really you want to make sure that it is aligned with your, with your marketing plan and aligned with your overall goals that you set for the year. All right, let's move on to number four. So section four, when you're going through this template, again, make sure you get your template at stacyzeal.co slash plan. So the second piece you want to identify in your 90-day plan, which is a little different, I would say, than a lot of other um, marketing consultants and people out there. And so this section is, what do you want to learn? And so this is a key differentiator in my strategies because you should always be learning something. And in order to learn something, you have to be intentional with it. And so when when we think about the quarter, when we say, what do we want to learn by the end of this quarter? We make sure that we're structuring our campaigns and the things that we're doing to teach us just that, right? And so let me give you an example to make this, you know, some examples to make this um, more specific. So what do we want to learn? Maybe we want to, what do we want to learn this quarter? Maybe we want to learn what messages, what messaging resonates best on social. And so we're going to take, you know, one of our key messages, which when I go, when I work with my clients, we always talk about, we, we outline our top three messages. Like what are the top three messages that we need to pull on that actually bring in customers and bring in the right audience and pull in, pull in the right people into our world. And so maybe we want to say, okay, let's test, we're going to test this one message for this quarter. And so we're going to create a bunch of content around this message. We're going to create videos around this message. We're going to post about it. We're going to say it in different ways. We're going to take and make carousels with, we're going to do all these different things, but the basis is understanding which message resonates best on social. Another example, what coupon percentage converts best? Let's say like, you know, in your customer journey, which yesterday we talked about customer journey. I mean, not yesterday. <laughs> um, last week we talked about um, customer journey. And so maybe you want to say like what percentage converts, coupon percentage converts the best. And so for example, like let's say like, you know, this quarter, like historically, let's say, you know, in your customer journey, you give people a 20% off coupon to incentivize a purchase. Maybe we try a 30% off coupon this this quarter. How does that help? Does that increase, does that increase our conversion rate? Does that get more people to convert, right? So these are kinds of things that you can do to stru- you want to make sure that you're being intentional with your testing with what you want to learn so you can structure things. And so it's like, how do we com- another thing, how do we convert the leads to sales the fastest? What are our baseline conversion rates for our new quiz, right? Like, so let's say, you know, you launched a quiz this quarter and you're like, we just want to know what is the baseline conversion rate for our quiz? That's because it's new. And let's say like, you know, we want to know by the end of the quarter, our conversion rate is 30%. Okay, now we know that our conversion rate at the end of the quarter is 30%. Maybe next quarter we want to figure out how to, how to increase that. Right. We want to play around with some things and figure out like what can we what levers can we pull this quarter? Maybe we want to get different people into the quiz. Maybe we need to change some things around a little bit and say, like, okay, now we increased our conversion rate from last from Q1 for at 30% to 40% this quarter. Right? So testing is super important. Marketing is always about testing things and learning and iterating on what you actually learned. All right, let's move on to section five. Section five, this is fun. Um, at least I think it's fun because I love to talk about, you know, different things to marketing things. But numbers, section number five is action items. And so this is where you are going to brain dump all the action type action items by initiative by for that quarter. And so it does not have to be pretty. 
<laughs> let me say this it doesn't have to be pretty it doesn't have to be in order because there's something else you're going to do after that but you want to make a list of all the tasks that you need to bring that you need to do that quarter in that time period to bring this thing to life so for example Let's take the quiz as the example. So let's say we decided we're going to launch a new quiz this the, um, this quarter. Our, one of our key initiatives is to, you know, for this quarter is to bring our quiz to life, to actually launch the quiz. So action items you might have to do, you might list out for the quiz is to create the quiz results landing page, to write the content, get graphic design to, you know, put some things together for the quiz and make it look pretty. Um, sign, we maybe have to sign up for the quiz software, right? Like we don't even have a quiz software. Maybe we got to sign up. Um, maybe we have to build out the actual quiz, right? Like now that we've, you know, we've got the content written, maybe somebody has to actually go in and build it. Then we have to make sure that we write our email follow-up so that when, when people go through the quiz, they get emails afterwards. And then we also have to promote the quiz, right? We can't just set it up and then do nothing with it. We have to find a way to promote the quiz. And so these are all action items that you list. So think about the initiative that you are bringing to life and what do you have to do this quarter? Not everything that you have to do this whole year, right? And so if I take my virtual summit as an example, because that's something that's not going to be happening this quarter. My Again, it's not in my Q1 plan. It's my virtual summit. There aren't many tasks, uh, aren't any tasks there for my Q1 plan. But when I think about Q2 and I do my Q2 plan, what I do want to make sure I do is to pick the date and is to start to compile a list of the speakers that I want to have, figure out what the theme is, what is, you know, what are we actually going to be doing in this summit? What is the goal? What is the offer it's going to be tied to? All maybe in Q2, I want to outline the details and the logistics and start to work on some of those logistical things and figuring out what software we're going to use, all this kind of stuff. And Q2 is what we might want to start researching. And then when we get to Q3, when the summit's actually going to be, when we're two months out from the summit, three months out from the summit, maybe then we want to start some ads. Maybe we want to start some, you know, have some things that we have going on. So it's super important to make sure that the tasks that you are working on and that you're listing in this 90-day plan are actually for this quarter, right? They're actually for this time period, not for the entire project that will need to come to life ever, right? Focus on this project, I mean, on this time period. And from there, what you do... Um, is then you go to a monthly breakdown, right? And so we've talked about high level, all the tasks that need to be done this quarter. And so then we're going to go into monthly breakdown. And so we'll say like, you know, in January, what is our focus for January? Example, like, you know, um, you'll have the specific initiative, you have the theme of the month, maybe there's a theme for your content, for example, my theme for my content for January is avoiding CEO burnout. <laughs> so if you have listened to these last, you know, few episodes in January, it's really about figuring out like, how do we, how do you as the CEO and your marketing and your team work together to avoid so that you don't have to have your hands in everything so that you don't have to have your hands in all the marketing so that you can actually have a different year than you had last year. Cause a lot of CEOs I've talked to had a hell of a year last year. I know I did too. I had a hell of a year last year. It was very stressful. And so what are the things I've been working, like asking my clients is like, Hey, like, how's your energy levels this year? Because I, you know, all of my, both, all my clients, like all of them want to be more visible this year as the CEO, which is like, okay, that's great. What does that mean to you energy wise? What does that look like? Because we need to, because like, if, I, if you want me to get you on one, you know, one podcast interview a week, we can do that. But if your energy level is not there, then maybe we need to do one a quarter, right? Or we need to do one a month or something like that. So 
You want to make sure that in your monthly breakdown, you have a focus for the month. So we know, okay, what are we trying to fuck? What do we focus on in this month? What is our theme for our content for this month or anything like that? What are the offers that we're, that we're focusing on? If you have multiple offers or, you know, are we, you know, is there a key hero product that we're focusing on for this quarter? What is, what are we trying to do for, I mean, what are we trying to do for this month? And then underneath of that, you want to list out any important dates. And so this is when you get very, a lot more specific on your dates. And so if you'll, so you'll remember, if you listen to last week's podcast, last week's podcast, the last section was a a key initiatives roadmap where you're talking about month by month, what are we going to focus on? So that way, when you go to this, when you get to your 90 day plan, you can really start to figure out, okay, like now that we know when, what is happening, when now we can break it down and to get, make it more specific. Now we can actually figure out, okay, what are the specific dates? What date are we doing the workshop? What date are we doing? Are we, are we releasing the product? And so then when we can backtrack and say like, okay, if we have a workshop that's going to be in February, you know, end of February, we need to start running some ads early February. Right. So these things help you to stay aligned with what you should be working on and and focusing on the different things that your team needs to be focused on at that particular month or during that particular quarter. So that way you can bring your overarching um, plan to life. Okay, And then there's a section in there for any notes, any kind of important things that you need to that you need to, you know, list out month by month. And so you're going to do that month by month. You're going to do January, you do February, you do March. Right. And then you're going to do this again in in the next quarter. Right. Okay. And so I want to make sure that, you know, you get this document, you get this template. So head over to stacyzeal.co slash plan to get the templates if you have not gotten it already. And so you want to make sure that you get started or tweak your, or you can even use it to help tweak your 2023 marketing plan. So if you've already created your marketing plan and you're like, hey, I just need, you know, I want to go through your template to see if there's anything that I missed, you can absolutely do that. And so now that you have a plan, right now, after you've gotten your template, you've started to break out the time to go through your plan. Your annual planning will probably take a little, take longer. This 90 days, you should be able to do this in an hour, right? Because you've already done the work of creating the big, the big master plan. And then you now you're breaking it down into 90 day chunks. So you really, so that you should really be focused, like plug in for an hour, bang this out. And then what you're going to do is put this into your Asana because, or put this into your project management system or whatever you're using to manage your products. Because now that you have a plan, you got to bring it to life with your team. And you have to ensure that your team is working on the right things and ensuring you're pulling the data and ensuring that you're planning for any pivots based on that data because you're going to make a plan and then you're going to start doing some things and then some stuff's not going to work, right? And so some stuff is going to work. And so you want to make sure that your plan is living, breathing, you can adjust and all that kind of stuff. And if this sounds draining, if this sounds overwhelming, if this sounds like, oh my gosh, I have to do all of this. I thought, you know, I didn't think I had to do all of this for your marketing. Take a breath again collective breath. And so honestly, that's why having a fractional chief marketing officer is essential to scaling because you have someone who is able, you have someone who's able to drive the boat, right? Someone who has to make sure that the boat is heading in the right direction, right? Making sure that the things that we're doing and then the outputs that we're putting on these different channels are actually tracking back to our plan. The things that we're doing, we are creating our quarterly plans. We are evaluating and, and adjusting and moving as we need to. And so if you're ready to take your revenue to the next level by hiring a CMO, you definitely want to book a call with me so that we can talk about whether it's a good fit, a good fit for you, good fit for me, all the things. So go to stacyzeal.co to book a call with me, or you can check the show notes because there's a link down there as well to book a call with me. Or you can also send me a DM on Voxer. I very much am into Voxer and sending audio notes um, because I, I, I love to talk, as you can see. <laughs> um, so 
if you're ready to take that next step, definitely make sure you book a call with me so we can talk about it because these are the things that I create for my clients. This is what it's like to really kind of work with me. I go through, we we, we, do, we create our annual plans, we create our 90-day sprints, we make sure that our, our team is aligned, everybody's roles are, everybody's sitting in the right seats, people are working on the right things, and plans actually get brought to life rather than feeling like we created a plan and we never looked at it ever again. Right. So that's why it's important to have someone who can take a look, who can take a bird's eye view at everything that's going on and make sure that we are all tracking together and getting to to the level that we want to get to and doing the right thing. So that's what I have for y'all this week, y'all. This is a awesome, awesome planning series that you can use at any period of the year. Right. You don't need to. It doesn't need to be January for you to create a plan. So definitely make sure that you're creating these plans. You're getting the templates and all the things. And when you're ready to take that next step, I am ready for you. So head over to stacyzeal.co to book a call with me. Thank you so much for listening to the Roadmap to One Million podcast. I just know you got a nugget or two from that episode that will take your brand to the next level if you take action. Keyword, take action. So head over to stacyzeal.co slash checklist to get a free resource that will help you to take action on what you learned today so that you can get on to building the brand of your dreams. And be sure to leave us a review so businesses like yours can get this gold as well. All right, y'all. I'll see you on the next episode.